You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everybody. This is your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur, and welcome to the Overlooked Business Basics Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about getting your credit where credit's due, part two. Now, just to let you know, I'm recording on a Thursday, a Thanksgiving Thursday, by the way. Some businesses, they just don't sleep. But I thought it interesting to have a throwback Thursday. I've never used that term even in my social media, but today I am going to use that. We are going to do a Throwback Thursday, which I am going to recap episode two. So getting your credit where credit is due, part two, 20 episodes later. (laughs) So 20 episodes ago, I talked about how there is nothing more annoying than putting your heart, your soul, and your energy, and of course, your time into your business, into launching your business, and executing it to the best of your ability. The kind of execution where you just leave it all out on the field kind of thing. And That glorified monumental moment comes and you are overlooked. And by the time you realize it, it's too late. You actually missed the monumental moment to get your credit where credit was due to you. Now, this was because user error. (laughs) You didn't put your name on your work. So how important is it to put your name on your work as you're being a business owner? Well, very important. Just ask anyone, except the one that forgot to do it. But the bottom line is, you want to get that credit where credit is due. Now, this credit, it comes in the form of reviews. This credit comes in the form of referrals. This credit comes in the form of acknowledgement, a thank you, shared gratitude, among your fellow business people, which all around is a really great feeling. Credit recognition is a better word for it. So I told a story about a monumental moment a business owner missed out on simply because they did not put their name on their work. I had the opportunity to attend a 100-year celebration. 
Well, audience, I had the opportunity to revisit that same theater over the weekend. (laughs) And as I observed their grand reopening, I took note of the vendors and especially who catered the event. Sometimes you can't just let sleeping dogs lie. Sometimes you just have to poke the bear. Yes, audience, part of me was on the hunt to find out if that caterer that had catered that 100-year-old celebration had decided to make a comeback and reappear at the grand reopening. And more importantly, (laughs) if they had learned their lesson about putting their name on things so they can get their credit where credit is due. And that is why audience, I'm revealing business branding at events. Now, I gotta say the very first things that caught my eye were the t-shirts and how they were doing some marketing. Now, there are designers out there They have logos, they have their business name, they have their business stylings on t-shirts. And for those that truly love to be consumers of the products, those are the people that go out there and buy those labels. They wear that branding. Sometimes so much so that they won't even think about to own anything else unless it has that designer's logo or label on it. So you know what they're all about. But how about from the business owner's standpoint? Now, unless you are the designer, (laughs) which makes you the business owner, you are loving the fact that everybody's wearing your brand. They're wearing your logo. Marketing is marketing. They're getting your brand out there. They're loyal to your brand. They like what you have to offer, and they love the fact of what you stand for, possibly your values, or that lifestyle that they want to convey. I mean, they're just giving you free advertising. And they pay you for loving your brand. I mean, heck, it doesn't really take too much to set up your own logo apparel company to maybe, you know, get some sponsorship deals, do a little more than have a screen shop in your garage, which... You're not supposed to, by the way, but just saying, check your local zoning laws on that one. Now, t-shirt marketing campaigns, they can go a long way, especially in certain businesses. And I say t-shirts as a loose terminology because t-shirts could also mean polo, 
Okay. Because those in the service industry that are in more professional, they like a good polo with a collar, nice embroidered logo that can definitely go a long way. Even when you have your employees label up, (laughs) they're still marketing for you. So what I'd like to see, and when I spotted this caterer, I'm going to tell you, and it's not the same caterer as I mentioned before. There's about five to six individuals in these t-shirts. And I got to tell you, these t-shirts were beautifully branded. The only thing about these t-shirts, I would probably suggest, and I actually did a little bit later, I couldn't resist, right? Was a QR code on the back of the the t-shirts. Because frontal t-shirt marketing is great, but guess what? There is there is space on the back of a t-shirt that you are not using. Never underestimate the power of the QR code. And if you have not put a QR code on the back of a t-shirt, especially when you're doing event marketing, you are missing out on this little tactic tip for subliminal engagement. Yes, audience, t-shirt marketing is a subconscious marketing technique. Now, in the case of this caterer, it would point to their website or maybe a sub-menu, some kind of little menu that people can check out, a portable menu, if that's your thing as a caterer. And yes, audience, they actually did have business cards, which was totally awesome because you know I'm a fan. I will say, though, when I looked at the email on the business card, and you know what I'm about to say, it was at gmail.com. No, no, and no. It should not be Gmail. It should be the domain name. Are you taking notes? I cannot stress this enough on a business card. I'm not going to stay on my soapbox, but you know how I feel about this. (laughs) I would have put, I don't know, maybe orders at, and then whatever the domain name, or Even if you're using info at your chosen domain name, the email domain should not be Gmail, nor should it have the AOL extension. It shouldn't be any of those things. It should always be the domain name of your business, not Gmail. Because here's a thought, and maybe it'll stick. What if Yahoo and Gmail went out of business? No, I don't have any insider information on that. But what if they did? What if Yahoo and Gmail, Google, right, went out of business? And that was the only email you used. You know, just like all your followers and fans on Facebook, 
What if they disappeared? The platform, what if the platform itself disappeared? Think of MySpace, people. Think of MySpace. I don't know where they are. (laughs) And if you don't have an email list versus that Gmail extension, you wouldn't have access to those people. I mean, how are you building your business? Let me challenge you in that. You cannot let social media own your list. Just like you can't let the regular domains that have the free email be your only contact for people to get in touch with you, you know? And although with the caterer, it was pretty good that they did have their social media on their business card. And I got to say, bonus points for the way the business card looks matches the branding of the t-shirt. So I would definitely say the branding was very, very on point. I would also suggest maybe the back of the business card should have some pictures of the food. And I didn't have any of the food. And I know in episode two, I was just gushing about the food and the food and the food and the food. Alas, no. I didn't have any food. I actually ate before I got there. (laughs) So I'm so sorry. And it was barbecue too. So I do know there was, there was like tri-tip and baked beans and potato salad and all that good barbecue stuff. But it looked really good. Okay. It looked delicious. So t-shirt marketing, that type of business branding, very on point. And even though I harped on business cards, I'm tying it in because Now I'm really on business cards, okay? What is going to be on your business card? First, your website. Where do you want people to go? Second, your contact information, okay? One of the pieces of contact information is your professional email address in where they contact you. The other is a phone number. Now, there's a little differences on this phone number. You can have toll, it depends how big your company is. You can have a toll-free number. You can have your cell phone. Not everyone has a dedicated business line, but you definitely want to make sure, if possible, in today's technological day and age, If it is a text-friendly phone number, definitely something that you should look into and that you make sure you answer consistently. You don't want that missed phone call for whatever reason. (laughs) And when you do go to your networking functions, whether they're live or whether they're virtual, digital business cards can be utilized. Because yes, they're out there. But if you don't have any business cards at all, at least get some paper ones. There are just way too many resources on how to get business cards. And of course, the thickness of your business cards do matter, as well as the font size. And for those that don't have businesses yet, 
you can still have business cards too. They're called networking cards. A great recommendation to anyone that even thinks that they should have a side hustle. Now, case in point, in this particular circumstance of the caterer, it actually was their side hustle because they only catered on the weekends. Now, because between the owners, they both had full-time jobs. However, on the weekends, they made it a family affair. So they had the teenagers there. One of them even had their mom there. It was really great. And that is why t-shirt marketing was so powerful for them because between the five to six people, I think I counted with the t-shirts, they were everywhere. They had those bases covered. So the smallest step to even invest in your side hustle would be to get some business cards. And if you want to buy them from Vistaprint, not a sponsor of the show, by the way, spend that extra $10 and get their logo off the back. Inflation should not be a factor in this, I'm telling you, okay? Remember, you need to marry the business cards. Don't date the business cards. Keeping logos and other sponsoring on the back, that is dating the business cards. Spend the extra to get that branding off. And what is the reasoning of all of this? Really, when it's all said and done, it's all about your business branding. Because people need to know your name. You were given a name for a reason. You came up with your business name for a reason, right? So you can't forget to put your name on your work, your creation, your delicious food, your wonderful product, your excellent service. You cannot forget to put your name on the value of what you do. Now, one of the most inviting ways I saw while I was at this function of event marketing, crossed with that business branding, was a hair vendor. Well, of course, the heads were styled very nicely, beautiful tablecloth adorning the table. The table was also not cluttered. Now, I say this because before I did get to her table, there were three jewelry vendors that had coated their tables with product. Less is more in their case. I quickly moved on. So back to the hair vendor. What was really outstanding is the way the table was set up with a wood cut out of her business name. Now, here's another event marketing tip. Three-dimensional signage. (laughs) And points for her, she did have her business cards, beautiful branding, and also a way to engage with her. Now, whether it was scanning the QR code on her business card 
or subscribing to her newsletter, to which there was a tablet attached to an arm and ready to go. At a nice standable height, so it wasn't just on the table, there was like, it was body height, so you didn't have to bend over (laughs) and try to use the tablet. And on that tablet, ready to go, was her website. So instead of the standard sign-up chart, which most event marketers do have, I love that she had a tablet and it was ready to go so people can easily subscribe to her newsletters. So that's definitely a new spin on people signing up on a clipboard. So even I know the next time I won't be doing that clipboard. I'm actually going to take the time to invest in a tablet so I can get some better signups. This is also a way to alleviate data entry in addition to stepping up your game. So if you are a vendor at those big weekend events, this allows you to be more engaging and ask people to sign up for your newsletter or follow you on social media, which she did. But if you were listening to the key point, you really want them to sign up for your newsletter. Way more powerful. And having that tablet makes it so easy for them to do so. As a side note, if you are going to engage with electronics, where you're at, do make sure that you have your own portable hotspot because you don't want anything to be slow loading. That's part of your plan ahead recon when you do event marketing. You definitely want to be aware of the Wi-Fi situation. But hey, who wants a quick win? Oh, I do. So yeah, a tablet for easy signup to that newsletter. Yeah because you've already got them over to your table. And did I mention less data entry for you later on? Because if you do event marketing or you're thinking about it, one of the things you need to do is to quickly take action in your follow-up sequence with all the leads that you've generated. So that's how you do it. And I looked around at all the other vendors and... I think the highlight was truly stopping at the caterer's station just to simply share my wit and my wisdom on the last event that I had attended. And I, what is it, the word? Commemorated. (laughs) I commemorated them on their branding and I quizzed them if they posted on their social media yet, because I'd already looked at their business card. So I already knew they had a Facebook page and an Instagram account. (laughs) And I told them the tragic, tragic tale of the last caterer, to which they shook their head a little bit. And then, of course, encouraged and inspired. And oh, by the way, I did pass out my business cards. I like the compliment, schmooze, a little value tip, and then the business card. 
And that's how you do event marketing. Well, in closing, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you do not put your name on your work, you are not going to get the recognition that you deserve in your business branding. It can be an overlooked business basic done more often than you think. All right. (laughs) So no longer will you overlook the business basic of putting your name on your work. You will make sure you put that name on every single thing that you can because that's also your seal of approval. Confirmation of good to go. And that you stand by what you've created, what you've serviced. That's also what that name means, by the way. You also understand now how powerful t-shirt marketing can be to subliminal engagement. How a business card should look (laughs) and the basic staple it is, whether digital or classic paper. Because if you don't put your name on it, they're not going to remember you. They're not going to call you. They're not going to think of you for reviews. They can't think of you for referrals. Your name is important. How you brand yourself and your business is important. So thank you for listening. And audience, here is my call to action. Subscribe to my show. I repeat, subscribe to my show. And here's my call to action for the people that like extra credit. On top of that, go ahead and check out my website, legalhelpforbiz.com, to see how we're making a difference in the lives of others with our services. And I look forward to bringing you more overlooked business basics because once it's revealed, it cannot be concealed. Until next time, I'm your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.